Welcome to No Compromise Radio, a ministry coming to you from Bethlehem Bible Church in West Boylston. No Compromise Radio is a program dedicated to the ongoing proclamation of Jesus Christ. Based on the theme in Galatians 2 verse 5, where the Apostle Paul said, But we did not yield in subjection to them for even an hour, so that the truth of the gospel would remain with you. In short, if you like smooth, watered-down words to make you simply feel good, this show isn't for you. By purpose, we are first biblical but we can also be controversial. Stay tuned for the next 25 minutes as we're called by the divine trumpet to summon the troops for the honor and glory of her king. Here's our host, Pastor Mike Abendroth. Welcome to No Compromise Radio Ministry. Pastor Mike Abendroth here, recording the first show with the new equipment with the Saturday guy. That's exciting, man. That is so cool. (laughs) New equipment. Right on. It looks pretty impressive, doesn't it? It does, you know, it, it, except I would say, you know, kind of like the, the colors are very... pastel Yeah, pastel But you know what? True confession, because I've been confessing all weekend. Oh, I heard about those confessions. I like pastels. Mm. Now, how about suits? Do you have any suits with pastel mats? Nine dunga. <laughs> when you started giving me some German, you are listening to or you're learning Spanish on Duolingo. How many days in a row have you gone? I think it's about a thousand and seven or something. Like did that. you miss any, or did you miss some and they gave you that little freeze thing? I missed, you know, I, again, you know, it's true confession time. I missed some early on, and so I had the, you know, where you could use some points and get, you know. Out of jail thing, so kind of bridging whatever. it or something. Yeah, but now I, I I don't even know when the last time I missed. I mean, it's been a long, long time because I just make sure I do it at some point during the day. So I think a few nights ago it was eleven forty p.m. and then I did it, and they said you you got your streak continued with th- six minutes to go. <laughs> Kim is doing Italian. I'm doing modern Hebrew. I started with Latin, but I thought, you know what? I'm not going to Latania soon. I'm going to Israel soon, so I bet should probably make this functional. Are you still on the freebie? Still doing it on the freebie? Uh, I've got the two-week upgrade for free if I want to do it. I think that ends today, matter of fact. I, I think, I mean, I I really like not being on the free thing anymore. So. Oh, well, I got so frustrated because it starts getting harder. There's no possible way I'm going to make less than five mistakes. Right. And now in Hebrew, written... From right to left, crazy. Yeah, Steve, it's important to train up men for gospel ministry, of course. That's 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 2 and following. What's their soldier, athlete, farmer language? Then remember Christ Jesus, remember Jesus Christ. I've got a preaching class here, and I wanted to know what the men understood when it comes to theology. So today we're going to go over my test that I gave them on different definitions of theological terms. Okay, do it. And so this is called Preaching Discipleship Quiz. They had to write their name on the top. How how many of them missed that? um, So far, so good. Sometimes, remember in school, people would not put their names on there? Yes, I do. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've even corrected papers that had no name on the top and you're just like, what am I supposed to do with I, this? I've been through the desert. On a on a <laughs> test with no name. And then at the bottom it says, over for more questions. And then I, I handed these out and I said, please write your name and don't forget there's a backside to this. Uh-oh. How many guys forgot the back? None. All right. So, so they actually listened. 
Well, that's probably the number one goal in discipleship is you better learn. I mean, there's nothing more delightful than, you know, people, students who listen. I like that. Isn't that the Shema here, O Israel? Listen up, pay attention. You better get it right. All right. Do you know uh, the Shema in Hebrew? In in Hebrew, no, uh, I do not. No, I like, I, I like, might have while I was you know in school, but right. I, Luke sometimes says that to me, and I'm thinking, how do you know more Hebrew than I do? Well, when you stay current on it, it's, I mean, like I did Hebrew reading in summer school, right? I mean, so I was at one point I was pretty good, right? I I, I could sit there in the class and actually read Hebrew, and the professor didn't even throw things at me. <laughs> Please define justification. And so what we're going to do, Steve, on this show is I could ask you to define it, but I'm going to read what one of my students said, and then we can talk about it. Yeah, that'll be fine. So here's what one of the students said. Act of God. And by the way, I told them, you know, we only have 15 minutes for this, so give me short answers. Yeah, okay. So we won't dock them on that. Act of God declaring sinners just after imputation of the righteousness of Christ. That's, That's... You know, it's partially true. Yeah. It's just I, not all the way complete. Right. Yeah. I liked it that he said act of God and declaring sinners. Yes. Right. That's important. After imputation. I don't know if I would say after. After. Yeah. Right? I sort of wondered about that too. And then of course there's another imputation and that is our sins imputed to the account of Christ. Yeah. So we need to have both of those or it's not a real justification. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's look at another student's on justification. He said, one-time event. Beautiful. Being declared, maybe he just, just said declared. Right. Righteous before God, our standing before God from guilty and condemned to innocent forgiven. No more condemnation by Christ's substitutionary death for my sins and his imputed righteousness. Yeah, good, except for I would say, you know, it's more than God declaring us innocent. He declares us righteous. Okay, very good. Here's another one. The act, they get the act down at least. It's not process. We're not not Rome, are we? (laughs) No, we're not. You know, well, I I actually mentioned, uh, without using the word, you've been so proud of me, super arrogation. I didn't use the word. But I, but I was talking about it on Sunday morning as a means of possibly, you know, being right with God apart from Christ. So. Mm, I kind of like those extra or those super works. Okay, sorry. No, it's all right. I like that. The act by which God legally declares a sinner perfectly righteous by Christ's perfect work and saves them. That's pretty good. Yeah, but still it doesn't have, let's see. Uh, oh, by Christ's perfect work. Okay. Yeah. All right. I like that. Yeah. Justific, justice has I, I, been... I mean, especially, sorry to interrupt, but, but especially when you think about, you know, time constraints and they're like, I got to answer all these questions mm-hmm. and I got to, you know, so that, I think it's pretty... So you're good. more merciful than I am. I'm, I, I'm very merciful. Justice has been satisfi- satisfied. The debt I owed, Christ has paid on my behalf. I have been set free by his work. That's half of it. Yeah. I know. I'm looking at this guy's name. Maybe yeah, he pretty, should know better. Yeah. All right. Let's see what this guy says. An act of God to make us right with him. Okay. Do we want the make or declare? Yeah, declare. If we, if we say make in a Romans 5 constituted, I might give him a pass. But we, we try to stay away from make. Because make does sound processy. It, it could lead okay. it to something. Yeah. Uh-huh. By Christ's actions on the cross, not ours. Well, he's got an act of God at least. Yep. And let's just say uh, we're declared right. With him, by Christ's actions on the See, cross. I, 
I mean, I'm not knocking anybody because I understand the pressure, you know, and they, they didn't get to, you know, study for this the night before. This wasn't like a cram session or anything like that. What right? I told them, Steve, the week before was I'm going to give you a test on the, the, the nature of Christ's work. So you're okay. familiar with it. That's all they knew. They so, didn't know so, what. So maybe they could have done, you know, some studying or whatever. But but I guess the only the only reason I, I register any disappointment at all is because we give these definitions, right? A lot. I mean, in, in weekly, sermons. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, all right. Here's one that has been. Uh, this is going to add a little bit. It's not going to be perfect, but it adds some. What is the definition of justification today on No Compromise Radio, talking about preaching discipleship, what people should know if they're going to preach? If you're going to stand up and preach, you should know these things. God declaring just in his sight through the work of Jesus Christ. This happens by faith alone. So now we have justification by faith alone, right? This is sola fide. The other men didn't tell us how we receive Christ's work, but he gave us faith Hmm. alone. I like that. Yeah, that's pretty good. Okay, here we go. I'm oh, expecting yeah. a lot out of this. Yeah, guy. me too. This, <laughs> if, if this isn't a 100% correct answer, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to be sorely disappointed. God declaring sinners right with himself by the imputation of the righteousness of Christ to that believer and the imputation of the sinner's sins to Christ. The sinner is now seen righteous before God because. The foundation of his standing before God is Christ's righteousness. Well, I, I, you know, if I was giving it on a scale of 1 to 10, I'd probably give that at like a 9.8. Mm-hmm. So Maybe you could have said something about faith, but I didn't say how to receive it. Yeah. And I also like it that he talks about the foundation because I regularly talk about that, Steve, and so do you. There's a difference between the foundation on which we stand before God and the evidence and fruit of his work in our lives. Yeah, excellent. Because that's where everybody seems to make mistakes. They, yes. Okay, good. Well, I'm, this is kind of fun so far. Let's keep going. All right, this, this young man should know. He should definitely know. The act of God in declaring a sinner righteous through the act of double imputation, Christ taking our sins and we receive his righteousness. God is declaring that we are righteous in Christ's robes by his obedience. Yeah, I'd have to go for that one. Okay. I, I think that's a, that's a tenor there. All right. Now we're moving to the next one. Please define sanctification. Now, before I read any of these, here's probably what we're going to get, Steve. We're probably going to get something about our holy living as Christians our obedience, our striving, sweating, toiling, evangelizing, doing one another's, something about the mortification of our sins and the vivification of us to live righteously. But I'm wondering if they're going to have sanctification is God's work alone. Probably not. <laughs> yeah, probably not. <laughs> I mean, one, one guy might get it, but I, I don't know. I'm, uh-huh. not, I'm not too optimistic. Well, see, even as pastors, as you know, you preach for me Sunday. Thank you for that. We have to keep repeating things over and over and over, right? Even when it comes now to Duolingo, how do you learn a language? It's repetition. The Hebrew stuff I was learning last night was uh, you are eating and your mother is eating. You and your mom are eating. You eat. Your mother eats. You know, just over and over and over by repetition. 
begun at regeneration, the process of upward gospel obedience. Mm. Now, if that process is God's work and our response is faith and then mortification, vivification, I'd be fine with that. All right. I wonder what our listeners would say. We should have asked them first. Could have had like a uh, Ligonier survey kind of thing. Right. Remember Bible Answer Man with Hank Hanegraaff? And I even listened to it when it was Walter Martin. Somebody to ask a question to the Bible Answer Man. Mm-hmm. Not, not The only one. The uh-huh, only one right. in the universe. And then I would kind of turn down the radio in the car and see if I knew the answer. I can still hear Hank Hanegraaff talking about how he was a pan-millennialist and it would all pan out. How'd yeah. that work out for him? Not too well. Is he still in the Greek Orthodox movement? Hank autograph. Uh, I don't. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. You know, I stopped. I stopped. I don't even know if it's on the air anymore. You might have to go on the internet or something or the dark web. I don't know. I don't know where you get that show. Seriously, right? Yeah. I know. Yeah. Okay. Next. Uh, next student here. Sanctification. Separated unto God. Saved from the power of sin, initial sanctification and progressive sanctification, new desires, not sinless, but sinning less, growing in holiness and in Christ-likeness, ongoing event until we die and are united with Christ. I mean, that's pretty good. I give it a seven and a half. You know, I mean, it's it's okay. (laughs) Well, this is actually what I'm going to do with my class on Sunday, right? We're going to go over this a little bit to make sure they get it down. Sanctification, the process of the Holy Spirit continually purifying the saint, which will not be perfected in this life, but the next. Oh, boy, I'll tell you what, that's pretty good right there. Mm -hmm. I haven't, he didn't say mortification, vivification, but fine by me. Yeah, I pretty much like that one. Uh Uh-huh, the process. And what I meant was sanctification of the progressive nature where God is working in us, not the initial definitive, you're washed, sanctified, and justified, 1 Corinthians 6 stuff. Okay. Yeah, that was really good. Sanctification, the work of Christ in me, making me less and he greater, or him greater. That's pretty good. Uh Uh-huh. Well, what do we often talk about on No Compromise Radio? Duplex gratia, Christ for pardon, justification, Christ for power, Sanctification. See, I don't power, know right here, when, the power in me. When, when I hear duplex gratia, I, you know, what I instantly go to is some kind of like, it sounds like self-defense, you know, I'm going to give you a little duplex. <laughs> I feel like I'm about to get hammered into the mat. Do I so. dare do it? <laughs> you just did. Well, Why? I, I had I had the sound down too. Yeah, long. for for you kids at home, you know, you got to watch out now. Pastor Mike's got sound effects. <laughs> Things are about to get ugly. Well, we're gonna have message moment music on here. We're gonna have Which, Ben Ben Withers that song I know because that's I know, a Corinthians. I know, I know, I know. I can't wait for you know because you really have to have somebody record actually. You know, this this message moment. This message. Uh-huh. Or we just slam in somebody's word over the song. Who, who sang that? The Drifters? Uh, no, I, you know, I, it's funny because I just saw that song not too long ago on a list of, oh, I know who posted it. But yeah. I, I, magic. I, I think it's like. Moment. Did you say the coasters? Who did you say it was? Ben E. King and the, the Drifters. Drifters? Did I? I think I said the Drifters. I don't know if that's right, though. Uh huh. Maybe it Jay is. and the Americans. America. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're talking about 
definitional terms. And one of the reasons why we want you to know these terms, so when you read them in the Bible, because you'll see both of these so far in the Bible, you'll know what they are. When you read theological bush, b- bushes, <laughs> you'll know what's in the bush. It's burning. Take your sandals off. But also, <laughs> it helps you when you think about your salvation and you look at it and you think, oh, yes, before the court of God's uh, justice, I'm, I'm as perfect as Jesus is. He accepts me. And, and there's a practical application of this, don't you think? Yes, Devotional, I do. absolutely. Yep. Sanctification, the process done by God, he loves commas, of making us more holy or making us more Christ-like. Off with the old, on with the new. Hey, that's not bad at all. Done by God. Yeah. Monergistic hmm. sanctification. Well, I, I, I'm actually pretty pleasantly surprised by uh-huh. some of these Because we know some of these people's backgrounds. Yeah. And, you know, we all walk in. We need to learn. We need to grow. Yeah. All right. That's really good. Sanctification. This is the transforming work of God to conform us to the image of Jesus. <laughs> Do you know what? These answers are better than I would have given five years ago. Totally. I mean, I'm very impressed. Well, you know, you better be killing sin or it'll be killing you. Ooh, preach. Oh, that's actually true. Yeah, it is. Sanctification. Oh, here we go. This guy's written so much, he's like drawn lines and stuff. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Turn over, you know, continued on back page. (laughs) (laughs) Sanctification means to be set apart. We're initially sanctified at the moment of our salvation because we have been set apart for salvation by God. We are also progressively sanctified after salvation by the Holy Spirit as He produces fruit in our lives. Whew, I'm going to have to give that a 10.5. Wow. That come was on. Re- really good. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's like Westminster Shorter 35. Speaking. And it, it would be the Westminster really shorter. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, let's see what, let's see, what's Westminster shorter? Is it 35? What is sanctification? I want you to grade this. Okay, I'll grade this. Sanctification is the work of God's free grace, whereby we are renewed in the whole man after the image of a God and are enabled more and more to die into sin, that's mortification, and live under righteousness, vivification. See, I'm going to take off some points because it was too long. If it's supposed to be the shorter catechism, that was too long. (laughs) Sanctification. The sole act of God. So far, so good. Yeah. Love it. Via the Holy Spirit in gradually restoring the broken image of God and creating a new man in the form of the second Adam. Wow. These are just lay guys. That's yeah. pretty pretty fun, isn't it? Yeah, that's pretty good. I know. Well, we have some time to go. You know, our old digital recorder used to sit here, and now I have to look up at that thing. Okay. Well, that's something that's going to have to get fixed. <laughs> <laughs> I still remember some of the reviews on iTunes, No Compromise Radio. They are he just sits in the room by himself talking and laughing at his own jokes, their own jokes. But that not that what we do? I think that's it. Shouldn't that be like the subtitle of the show? <laughs> no compromise radio, laughing at our own jokes. <laughs> I must be tired. Snorting in Solomente. You know, I mean, it's like because everything's funny. <laughs> All right. Preaching discipleship quiz, justification, sanctification, and now number three, redemption. And if you're listening, 
what you do is you hear words and you try to think of equivalents or root words or something like that. Pastor Steve, what are some ways we use redemption in our society today outside the theological realm? Well, I mean, hey, you got a can or a bottle, you know, you take it back in there and you get your money back, right? You redeem it. Uh, so that's one way that we use that. Let's see, what else What else do we redeem? You are old enough to probably remember. Yeah, blue chip and green stamps. Uh, S&H green stamps. Yeah, I can remember actually, you know, getting stuff. I think we got a, like a Hot Wheels set or something out of out of that, you know, just tons of... Because you used to get those stamps everywhere you went, you know, whether it was the grocery store or whether it was the gas station and... Uh, I mean, I mean, when you think about it, what a racket! It was like, it, it was like the uh, you know the miles redemption program kind of thing before before there were miles air, airplane miles or anything. Steve, when you were growing up, same time I was growing up, there were different kinds of bubble gum. There was uh, Bazooka Joe. Mm-hmm. There was Hubba Bubba. I don't think there was some of the newer ones. I forgot what, Bubblicious yeah, or but something. Yeah, but never. <laughs> 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 but we, I remember if you saved the little comic on the inside, because remember there was an outside wrapper, you open it up and there was a comic on the inside and, and then you could read it. And if you saved 100 of those, you could get a t-shirt, a Bazooka Joe t-shirt. So they even had those redemption things. Yeah, I never, I never made a hundred. Yeah, come on. And of course, if we think of maybe the Civil War or in Africa or something like that with slavery, somebody is redeemed. Uh, there's a price that's paid to free them from their bondage. So that's what we're going to look for in these. There's a price that's called the ransom, and they're released from bondage. Uh, Israel, if they heard the word redemption, what would they think of? Um, slavery. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, that they were bought out of the slavery uh, of Slave Egypt. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. You're right. Redemption. Here's the students. God saving sinners from fallen state in Adam. Okay. That's, okay. Uh, yeah, it's not terrible. And we're looking for words though. I bought, give it a seven. Yeah. Free, released. Yeah. Redemption. This guy should know here. Let's see. Brought from spiritual death to life. I wish he would have said bought. From slave of sin. Okay. Slaves are redeemed. And child of wrath to being free from sin. Okay. okay good. And slave of righteousness and child of God. A little Roman 6 action in there. You're going to be a slave to somebody. I sat and listened to Dwight Pentecost, maybe with you at Mount Hermon, teaching Romans 6. And he said there's no such thing as free will. And I about fell off the chair, the pew chair. Yeah. <clears throat> For a DTS guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, he, he knows now, you know, he's, he's been affirmed in that view. <laughs> that is very true. We are redeemed from our state in Adam by Christ's perfect work into a state of harmony and fellowship with God and adopted. Hmm. Okay, that could probably use some work. Yeah. Okay, the blood of Christ has paid the price to set me free. Okay, there's the ransom price, is the blood of Christ, that I might be restored to relationship with God the Father. Okay. That sounds New Englandish. You go down Cape, down cellar, restored with God. It, it's pretty good, though. Restored to relationship. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. Redemption, God's process of redeeming or taking his children from the world and in his, into his son Jesus, eventually into heaven. 
<laughs> We're only laughing at you, not with you. <laughs> yeah, I don't. The process part really gets it off to a bad start. And okay, let's take. What about this guy here? He came out of a cult. Let's see if he knows it better. This refers to the price that Jesus paid to free us from the wrath of God and slavery to it. God purchased us with his blood, his son's blood. Okay. Purchase. Purchase. Redemption. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, redemption, the purchase of God for every believer. Redeemed how I love to work on it. There you go. Redemption is God's work of saving a sinner. The Father elects, the Son redeems by obeying in the place of the elect and dying in their place, and the Holy Spirit applies salvation to the elect. I, I think I'm going to have to t- teach a little bit about redemption. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we have 30 seconds. An, arch, an overarching phrase describing God's commitment to plan and execute a way for sinners to be with him. This is done in time and history and can be traced through the seed of Genesis all the way through Revelation. Obviously, there's more teaching that needs to happen <laughs> okay. here. The, these guys are reading too much into it. Well, thank you for tuning in today on No Compromise Radio. Pastor Steve and Mike talking today about discipleship quiz and preaching. And why don't you get, what's your favorite dictionary that has theological terms? Favorite dictionary that has, I don't know, the pocket dictionary of theological terms. <laughs> okay, we'll take it. Thank you. No Compromise Radio with Pastor Mike Abendroth is a production of Bethlehem Bible Church in West Boylston. Bethlehem Bible Church is a Bible teaching church firmly committed to unleashing the life-transforming power of God's Word through verse-by-verse exposition of the sacred text. Please come and join us. Our service times are Sunday morning at 1015 and in the evening at 6. We're right on Route 110 in West Boylston. You can check us out online at bbcchurch.org or by phone at 508-835. 3-400.